Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Welcome, everyone, to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. I think this is going to be an especially interesting and fun episode. We are going to really be diving into passionate podcasting. So if you're listening, are interested in podcasting at all, which I assume you are, uh, if you're listening to this show, then this is going to be the episode for you. Doug Mitchell, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Evan, I appreciate you having me. Uh, I've been excited about this one. Sorry we had the scheduling issue, but we got it handled. <laughs> um, this is my first uh, guest appearance on a, a show about podcasting, so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to dive into it. Okay, yeah, well, welcome. Welcome to the show. I've been told it's pretty meta, a podcast about podcasts, but I don't know. I have fun with it. <laughs> It's genius. So, it's genius. Uh, yeah. oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> so uh, before we dive really deep into podcasting, I like to start off in the same place with all my guests. And that mm -hmm. is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context they need to get the most they can out of this conversation. So for all of those people, go ahead and tell us what is it that you do? Okay. So I own a sales organization and we do sales for AT&T and solar. Um, the AT&T sales campaign is referral based and the solar campaign is door to door. So we're in the oldest form of sales, I always like to say. And so um, that's my main business. I'm also a sales team consultant. Uh, I have the Building Great Sales Teams podcast, and then I'm an investor as well. All right. So sales is kind of the name of the game for you and everything you're doing. And how mm -hmm. long have you been in the world of sales for? So, you know, sales is one of those easy things to say you've been in your whole life, right? Because <laughs> whether you're selling a t-shirt at Target yeah, yeah. or chicken fingers at Bill Miller's, like you're selling something, right? Exactly. Um, but, you know, professional, I would say since I was 23 is when I actually took over the business that I own now. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I've been doing this uh, 12 years now. And, uh, you know, it's been a, a bit of a wild ride, but yeah, that been in it for over a decade. Right. Okay. So you've been in the world of entrepreneurship and mm -hmm. business ownership and sales for over a decade now, which is pretty exciting. And now you're also in the world of podcasting. So mm -hmm. when when did the podcast come into it? So I joined uh, Apex about 18 months ago. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's a few levels to Apex, but the at, at a very foundational level, they, they give you a, a back end called Break Free Academy. And one of the courses in there is called Building Your Machine. And it's about becoming the authority in your space so that you can get into consulting. You can get in, you, you can generate your own leads from social media. And um, and once you become that authority, then you can consult on it as well, right? 
And so I saw a lot of the the people in the 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 tier that I was in, they had their own podcasts, you know. So I I kind of got into it by peer pressure, you know. <laughs> and 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 I said to myself, I was like, okay, what what do I have to offer, right? Is it general entrepreneurship? Is it sales? Is it sales team building? You know, what is it exactly? And as I met up with these like-minded entrepreneurs over and over again, they started asking me questions that were specific to my expertise, which was building sales teams. And so, and then I also got asked to go and do a consulting job with Ryan Stuman and actually do training for a uh, credit repair company. And that was kind of when that solidified, Hey, I need to be talking about this. I have a system for this. You know, this is what I do. So my podcast building great sales teams was born at that point. Okay. And I want to say that I really appreciate how straightforward the name is building great sales teams. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I have, so I work with people to start podcasts and a lot of people come to me with these name ideas for the podcast and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, that's a cool name, but what is this? This doesn't give me any insight into what the podcast is actually about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's that, that's great. And I also want to highlight uh, how, you know, it kind of got into it by peer pressure and I've noticed a lot of people kind of the same story because mm-hmm. now podcasting, e- even just within the, la- within the last year or two, like it's become a lot more mainstream for business owners. Like it's not yeah. just some niche thing. You start with some friends talking about some, you know, nothing related to business. It's like, it's become a legitimate business asset and, and that's becoming mm-hmm. more known. And so I've seen a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of programs like Apex, mm-hmm. like podcasting is like one of their like essential parts of like building out your brand and your messaging and, and all that kind of stuff. So, so you decided to run with the peer pressure. You started a podcast. You started a really good, really solid podcast. Mm-hmm. Then what happened? So the the first thing I did, and I and I got into this mode once I got into executives. These are like, you know, ten and eleven and twelve figure earners, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I got around them. And one of the things that they taught me was, hey, you need to compress time, hire an expert, and and you can move so much faster. So the first thing I did is I hired a consultant on podcasting. And, um, he kind of gave me, okay, this is the equipment you need. This is, uh, where you, what platform you should use to, to do your uploads. You know, this is, uh, what a, a teaser is. This is what, a um, you know, how you can get your message out and, uh, basically walk me through the whole format and everything. And once I got a hold of it and I had a few episodes and I had a few guests, then it just kind of took a life of its own from there. And then I kind of right. started doing my own thing. I got the foundation and then I was like, okay, now I need to put my own spin on it and I need to do this the way that I want to do it. The beautiful thing about a podcast is, is there's so many utilities for it, right? Um, and content creation is one of them, right? You know, our in, in general entrepreneurs have gone from, okay, it's my business. I need to build my business brand, you know, my business logo, my business model, all that stuff. And, it, and it's kind of shifted to where we really enjoy doing business with other people and the people that we know, like, and trust. Right. And so as an entrepreneur, I need to create that brand of no like, and trust Doug Mitchell. Yes. Argenta is my company and that has its own message and that has its own branding, but Doug Mitchell needs his own branding too. Right. Because I'd rather do some business with a friend or a acquaintance than a company I don't know anything about. Right. And so it's a lead generation tool. And part of that lead generation tool is content creation and a podcast is multiple forms of content creation, video, copy, and of course, audio. 
And so you're able to chop it up, to pull it apart, put it back together, use it in all of those forms. So like, if you look at my social media right now, it looks like I am doing so much, you know what I mean? But really it's just three hours of podcasting a week. And I have a team behind me that's doing all that work, chopping it up and everything and making it look good. And, uh, but it, it takes three of my hours a week to create all this content and amazing value in the marketplace, you know, and when you give that kind of value, it's going to be returned to you. That's a law of reciprocity. Exactly. And especially with podcasting, because there's something, if you're doing it right anyway, and if you're, you're comfortable behind the mic, then there's something about it that kind of, at least for me anyway, it makes me kind of open up because mm-hmm. it's not live. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm not in front of an audience. If there's something intimate kind of about like you're just sitting at the mic you always kind of imagine like when you see like the radio room with all the room and Mm -hmm. talking and they got the mics right in front of them and yeah and then and the close kind of sound of the voice when they're talking right in the microphone and so Mm -hmm. something about that makes you just kind of again at least for me it just makes me be myself and so that that's the kind of content that people really resonate with because that's where kind of just we as a society are moving towards like we're kind of done with the whole fake just ads yeah you know we, we want the human touch now i feel like mm-hmm. and more and more business owners are kind of recognizing this and realizing that well it's like the personal brands is having a face on it yeah that really makes a difference it's not just you know you can't really start the next like apple or, or my you know windows or whatever mm-hmm. like it's like no it's got to be it's, it's not just another sales thing it's Doug Mitchell's, yeah, you know, sales thing, and that's what people are going to go to you for you, and people are going to go to me for me because mm-hmm. there, I'm sure, there are thousands of people out there doing the exact same thing as you and I are doing. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, there's only one Doug Mitchell, there's only one me, so that's kind of how it works. And I feel like podcasting really plays into that. Do you agree? No, a hundred percent. And 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 again, you know, you you can generate leads and you can. Um, put value out in the marketplace. But that, that to me is really where it's at. It, it took on a life of its own. It wasn't about the leads anymore. It wasn't about, Oh, I'm getting consulting clients, stuff like that through this. It was, it was more about, wow, people are messaging me and they've heard my story and they're inspired, you know, or people are messaging me and they got something tactical from my show and, and they're executing on it and they're making a bunch of money, you know, or people are messaging me and saying, Hey, uh, that story about your daughter was, was awesome. It, it, it put a smile on my face, you know, whatever the case is. So, and it does, it, it, it opens up a lot of opportunity for you, you know, like I'm headed to uh Philip sessions event in South Carolina, uh, day after tomorrow to go speak on his stage about, uh, building an intentional legacy. And, uh, that's something that I never would have had an opportunity to do if I didn't have the podcast. Right. And that's, I've seen, you know, a tale as old as time, right? Like, speakers have podcasts because a podcast is speaking mm-hmm. you know and it's 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 you build a relationship with people on the podcast and then if you're going to go to speak they're like well what makes you a good speaker and you're like well listen look at this huge backlog of speaking i have done listen to it you know like give it a listen see what you think that's really cool that you did that yeah it's like your your digital resume you know, and they can Pretty go much. through any episode. The, the titles are pertaining to the episode, so they can listen to what they want. And uh, within there is typically a message that you want to have okay. on a stage sometimes. And uh, like for Philip, you know, I was a guest on his show first, 
And uh, he heard me talking about legacy a lot. You know, I, I can talk about building great sales teams. So I'm blue in the face. I got a system for that. Works really well. Um, and then he was like, man, you keep talking about this legacy. It, it, and it has, it's been on my mind for like a year now. And uh, so I've been doing research on it. And at the end of every one of my episodes, I ask people, you know, what does legacy mean to you? And what legacy do you want to leave for the next generation? And, uh, that, and, it, and it's weird to ask that, not weird, but it, you don't think that would be asked in a podcast about building great sales teams. But, you know, one of the things that I'm preaching now is in order to build a great sales team, you have to be a great leader. In order to be a great leader, you have to have purpose. And yeah. legacy, a lot of times, is where that purpose ends up. So uh, it, it all goes hand in hand. That is really cool. And I, that's, yeah, I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. And that's really cool that you were talking about that on the podcast and then that, you know, led to the speaking event. And that's, that's usually how it works. Mm-hmm. So were, were you a speaker before you were a podcaster? Like, have, have you had any speaking experience? No, uh, all my experience public speaking was from my business. So, uh, you know, in 14 and 15, I had a, a pretty large sales force. I had uh, 120 salespeople in 10 different offices uh, across the, the U.S. So I, w- I was very good at s- scaling sales teams. And I basically, my job was to go to each one, audit it, make sure everything was running properly, and then, and then give the guys FaceTime. You know, hey, it's the owner of the company. He's coming into town. He's going to hang out with you guys and take you out for dinner, that type of stuff. You know, sm- we, you know me and my wife call it smooching, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, but I would, I, I would have to communicate two things every time I went a uh, vision for the company and how the most entry-level person had a path to get there. You know what I'm saying? Had a path to be part of that vision. And so as long as I communicated those two things to the CEO and the visionary in the company, then I was doing, I was doing my job. You know, obviously I would have to create the vision and I would have to implement the, the path to get there. But when, whenever I came into town, it was like a big deal. So that, you know, it was like once a quarter. So they wanted to, you know, they wanted to hear that. And so it, it is, it's just like going up on stage and giving a speech when you got 20, 25 sales reps in front of you and you basically have to give them why they're working here or why they're out in the sun, knocking doors, sweating every day. Yeah. And you got to give them a vision that is worthy of that. And so that's kind of how I cut my teeth in public speaking in general. And then, uh, but yeah, I was terrible when I started the podcast, you know, (laughs) there was a lot of ums and uhs and, you know, I, I try to structure it. I try to not structure it. I, you know, tried all this stuff, but at the end of the day, when it comes to podcasts, reps are going to get you there. There's a reason that people, what it, what is this statistic? I'm sure you know it. It's like, you know, 70% of podcasts don't make it past eight episodes or something like that. Right. Yeah. Probably butchering it, but, um, I guess what I'm saying is people get so discouraged in those first, you know, 10 episodes because they're not good, you know, and that's okay. Like you don't have to be good. Just bring on really good guests. They'll make up for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. You're spilling all my secrets on the podcast, you know, that's yeah. how it works. I mean, it's kind of a universal rule. I feel like with podcasting, your first episodes are going to suck. They're going to mm-hmm. be garbage. Like this, yeah. that's just, that's just the rule. The only way you can avoid that is if, you've already been podcasting for a long time. Right. So you and I could probably start like a second, completely different podcast, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the first episodes would probably be pretty good. Yeah. Or like, you know, think, I don't know, 
just the first like famous podcast off, off the top of my head. I think Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. He could probably start another podcast and the first episode would still be as you know good as any Fire. other episode he's ever done. Yeah. But if you're new, like it, it is a rule. There yeah. is no way to avoid it. Your first episodes are going to suck. So you have well, to get past them and then you get better. And that's just and how it can, works. You can reduce the suck. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And the, and the way I did that is my first two episodes were about what I knew through and through, right? The whole podcast was about building great sales teams, but my first two episodes were with my business partner and we talked about how we did it over the last 10 years, you know, and we had a system that we went through in order to explain that. And it, it's called Kodak, you know, when you're building sales teams, that's what I operate on. It's compensation, opportunity development, operations, and culture. And so we went through each one and how we developed those over the last 10 years. And so we, what we did right in the first couple of episodes is we talked about what we knew. We didn't try to be inspirational. We didn't try to like tell you the secrets of life and to winning in business. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of new podcasters do. Yeah. We just talked about what we know. Yeah. And and that made it easier. That just made it flow so much better to where it didn't have to be scripted. It didn't have to be thought out. This is what we do every day. So it was easy to talk about. Right. Yeah. And there you go. I mean, that's, that's kind of the way to start to help reduce the suck is you do that. And then mm-hmm. I also want to really highlight again what you said a moment ago, which was if you have great guests, then you can rely on them f- to make the episodes good. Absolutely. <laughs> like, honestly, like, yeah, I mean, that, that's really though, because you really kind of you feed off of each other, you know, when mm-hmm. you're interviewing a guest. And but the get like you feel a lot more off your guest than I feel like your guest does from you because mm-hmm. your guest is going to be the one talking most of the time, yes. typically, right? Um, and so you just have to show up and look like you're happy and energetic, yeah. And then you know your guest feeds off that, and then your your guest shows up happy too. And then all you do is ask some questions, and then let your guest take it from there. Yeah, my 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 first guest was Drewby Wilson. He's the the VP of uh, Breakfee Academy, yeah. and uh, he had been on like a hundred podcasts at that point. So it doesn't have to be some celebrity; it just has to be somebody that's seasoned, you know. Yeah. And they're going to really up your podcast game, and then of course they're going to bring their viewers over and their listeners exactly. over. He's got his own podcast, and uh, he's got a following on social media, and so that that kind of kicked me off right there was having having him on the podcast. But I had right. developed a relationship with them, sent him referrals. So it was nothing for him to come on my podcast, you know? Oh, yeah. And and so you do have to put in some work in the front end, too. You can't just go ask people to be on your podcast without... I mean, some people right. will because we're building our machine, right? We're building our brand. Well, we'll jump on uh, whatever podcast for the most part. But I do. I do. I do some due diligence. You know, obviously, you came from Philip, so that was easy. But I, yeah. I, I look at what their podcast is about. I listen to a few episodes just to make sure that, you know, the... The values are aligned there. Exactly. And I also, I find too, like, especially for me with how many people I've interviewed, like I find even if it's someone who I've never talked to before and I invite them on my podcast right out of the gate because I checked out their, their just online presence and I, I thought they'd be a cool guest. Mm-hmm. I finally usually agree because I'll, I'll, you know, I see that we have mutual friends, a lot of which I've interviewed on the podcast right. and I'll see that too. And I'll be like, oh, I see you interviewed this person, even though like, they didn't actually connect us. They just saw that like they were on the podcast. Right. We were friends with them and everything. So then, you know, it, it they, it, there's, 
that's kind of my in, I guess. And yeah. That's, that's probably what happened with Philip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in my head, he introduced us, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. I honestly, just... I honestly went and checked before I jumped on and I, I don't think he actually like made an introduction. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't just saw that. that I interviewed him. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I did. I mean, I, I, I we did, we, we, uh, we had a great conversation mm-hmm. and so, you know, that's just, that's how that kind of thing works. You know, it's just always kind of funny to see. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, this is a really good segue into something else I wanted to ask you about. Okay. And that is the relationship side of podcasting. So mm-hmm. we've kind of already talked about that a little bit, but I wanted to really dive into it more specifically. So podcasting, yes, it's an incredible form of content creation. Yes, it's an incredible like brand building tool, mm-hmm. right? It establishes establishes you as the expert, all that fun stuff. Yes, it is a great tool for speaking, both to improve your speaking skills and to put your foot in the door in the world of speaking and get you on stages and all that fun stuff. So mm-hmm. all of that is true. But honestly, at least for me, the number one, like the part of podcasting that I like the most and that I, I guess, rely on the most and the part mm-hmm. that I put the most energy into is the way it can be used to build relationships, right? And that when I'm, I mean, like when you have a guest, yeah. like, We've never talked before uh, about half an hour ago. Right. You know, when we jumped on the call, uh, we had never met. We had never talked. We had exchanged a cut and three, four messages. Mm-hmm. And then now here we are talking on the podcast. Yeah. So what has your experience been with relationships, building relationships, and how that's impacted you personally and in business as a result of the podcast? If that makes sense. So, so for me, the the podcast has become a massive way to give value to my relationships, right? So let's just talk existing relationships, right? And, right. and by existing, I could have met them the week before in person, right? Yeah, yeah. And then realized, hey, they were a great, great match for the podcast. I just interviewed uh, Cody Booth. He mm-hmm. uh, has a solar company out of uh, uh, California, and he's based in South Carolina, which is kind of funny because I'm going there and he's going to come watch me speak. Right. And, uh, so yeah, that relationship, like I, I met him last Friday and then we had, we, we started talking. I was like, I've got to get you on the podcast. You've got so much value in the solar business and in sales in general. So we were able to start the relationship that way. And it's a huge, it's a huge value builder. You be, and you automatically do, you become more interesting to other people because you have a podcast and they can go and yeah. find out what you're all about from that podcast, you know, and then they're even more interested. Right. So you have someone on your podcast and then, you know, going above and beyond is a, is a big deal for me. So whenever I have a guest on the podcast, I, I, I tell them at the end, you're going to get an email and it's going to have a folder and it. it's going to have all your audio and video from the podcast. So you can use that however you like. So that's the first offer of value, right? And then my team is going to edit a bunch of content for you, you know, and you can use that content. You can repurpose it however you want. We're going to use it to promote the episode. And so a lot of times the, some of the guests that I have don't have never had an edited reel done of them speaking. So it's like their first piece of content that they can share with their family and friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just such a cool value add for them. And so it, it does, it furthers the, the relationship. And, you know, other than branding for the podcast, I'm not getting anything out of that, you know? And right. so in any relationship, the best relationships are, are, are when you give freely without expectation of return. 
you know? And, uh, so all, all of my relationships have deepened because of the podcast, because all my favorite people are on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and it does, it, it, it opens doors to relationships. You, you know, you may have never opened before, you know, uh, somebody that I really respect and admire is, uh, Brody Fawcett, you know, and he has a, uh, online real estate school. I met him through the RBO mastermind where he came and spoke to us. And, uh, you know, normally it would have been hey Brody, great talk, you know, and we follow each other on social media and you consume his content. And then there is nothing that really happens after that. Right. I mean, how are you, you know, somebody like that, that has a, you know, hundred million dollar real estate portfolio, how are you going to provide value to him? You know, when you do solar sales and, you know, I'm sure I could figure out a way, but it would be very tough, but he has a message that he wants to get out to the world. And so now I'm able to help him spread that message. You know, so I reached out to him. I said, Hey Brody, love to have you on your podcast. I love this specific message. And I want to share that with my listeners, you know, versus just saying, Hey, let's get you on the podcast, like consume their content, recognize something valuable in their content that your listeners would love and, and identify that to them and say, Hey, I want to help you spread this message because I think it's important. And I think my, my listeners need to hear it. Who's going to say no to that? <laughs> you know what I mean, no matter how big they are. Right. Um, I've, I've heard of people doing the same thing with like Andy Frisella, you know, he had a certain message he was hot on right then and there, and their podcast was about it. They reached out to him and said, Hey, I want to help you spread this message. And, and Andy talks about it on his podcast. He's like that more than anything will get me on your podcast. I've been on podcasts with 50 listeners and I've been on podcasts with 5 million listeners. You know what I mean? But I, I do it for purpose, you know? And so if you can put a purpose behind the reason that they're coming on the podcast, then that is a huge relationship starter or relationships you probably honestly never would have started on your own. The podcast becomes the medium that starts them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, it's really incredible how it works like that. You know, it, it, it starts these relationships because like you're saying, I mean, right out of the gate, you're not asking for anything. Mm-hmm. You're pretty much just saying, hey, I want to feature you on a podcast and I want to spread your message to the people that listen to my show. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to I want to give you space to talk about yourself and what you're passionate about. Like, are you interested in that? Well, yes, every human being on the planet would probably be interested in that. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's no ask there. You're not selling anything. Like, I... You know, I'm sure, you know, everyone can relate to this. It's like I get these messages, you know, every so often, pretty often, I guess. Yeah, Facebook or whatever. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Hey, I see you're doing, you're in business, like some really vague thing, some coffee-based thing. It looks like you could use help with this. Let's talk about it. I'm like, really? Or I even get ones that are completely off topic. Like, hey, I see you're an expert in insert random field I've never like barely even heard of here and I'm yeah. like what? <laughs> what do you do? what? <laughs> no. What? I don't even I don't even know what that is. What do you mean am I an expert yeah. in? No. So but like there's nothing comes from that. Right? That's not really how it works. But then someone, you know, like what I do, I reach out to someone mm-hmm. and I ask them to come on my podcast for a very specific reason. I say, you know, I really like your content. I like what you're doing. Yeah. I'd love to have you on my podcast. There's mm-hmm. no ask there. I'm not trying to sell them anything. Right. 
that's how like actual relationships begin. Value mm-hmm. first. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, it's definitely, that's a big, it's really powerful in the podcast. So mm-hmm. have you seen then, so on the business side, mm-hmm. right? Because that's what everybody thinks of. That's the questions you're always asked, right? When you start a podcast, it's like, well, how am I going to make money from this? Right. Right. So how have you seen, I know I've kind of touched on it, but I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. specifically, how have you seen your business impacted on the back end from having a podcast? So there's probably about four ways. The first one is because I opened myself up to consulting, you know, I get a, I get an instant ROI there. And it, it, it actually like, cause I, I'm at the point with consulting and I haven't been doing it that long, but because I don't need to do it, I'm very selective about my clients. And so when people reach out to me for an hour of consulting or something like that, something simple, I, I, I send them to the podcast first. I tell them, listen to the first two episodes. If you like what you hear, then, then let's get a strategy call booked, you know? And what it does is it qualifies them for me. You know, if they don't like what I'm preaching, if they don't like what I'm talking about, you know, if we don't have an existing relationship, it, it gives them something to do. Then I know they're serious about being a client of mine because it, it is, it, it's hard as a consultant. You can give them strategies till you're blue in the face, but if they don't execute, then they're not going to be a good client. It doesn't matter if you get paid or not. You need raving fans and the raving fans are going to be the ones that execute. And so the podcast acts as a buffer for me where I can send them a few episodes about what they're, they're wanting and they listen to them and they give me feedback on them. And then they still ask, okay, but what about 2.0 and 3.0 of this? That's where I come in and say, okay, let's set up a strategy call and let's work through this. And so that, that creates raving fans and it, it creates authority. And so I would say putting numbers to it, I've done about uh, 40 grand in consulting work and that's been very selective you know, and I've done a lot for free just so I didn't have to take on the client. So like I'll do an hour call for free or whatever, because they're in the apex network. Right. And I'll give them a strategy and I'll leave them with that. You know, I tell them, I, I don't have time to do this myself. You know, you've got to do it. I've given you the strategy. Right. And just value add that way. And, uh, you know, it, it's tough to say I probably spend because I do have a team and I have a producer. I, w- I would guess that I spend about $2,500 of their salaries on podcast a month. So I've been doing it for six months now. So I would say I'm at about even if you just look at consulting, right. you know, actually I know I'm, I'm in the profit. I'm in the profit, like 20 grand, right? If you just look at consulting, but I've also gotten solar deals from the podcast. I've gotten new hires, new recruits from the podcast, as well as, uh, I've gotten, um, Gosh, what was the last thing? Four things. Um, basically, all these revenue-producing activities have come from the podcast, and it—it's things you wouldn't expect. You know what I mean? Like referrals, customer referrals, and stuff like that. You know, um, I want—I want my son to work for you. You know, I had one of those. You know, from a guest during the show. You know, <laughs> oh, like, wow, yeah, yeah. So um, that's that's probably all the, all the benefits that come in there from it. And so I, I know if I really sat down and put all the dollars and cents together that I've probably brought in a hundred grand from having a, you know, 30 to 35 grand a year expense. And then my time, of course, uh, 
but I've kind of arbitraged that a little bit. So kind of what we're doing right now is I've got, I've got a, a, a stateside producer uh, that, that works on the pot, but he's also a full-time employee and he does other things for the company in terms of marketing and branding, all that. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's the content manager. He crap captures the content. He'll be with me when I go to South Carolina and he'll be videoing and shooting. And we'll probably do a podcast while I'm there. Um, and then, uh, and then I've got two VAs. And so one of them is the social media director for the company. So she does social media for Argenta Field Solutions, Argenta Solar and the podcast and, and my brand too. And so, um, and then she has an assistant, you know? And so what happens, we'll, basically we'll shoot a podcast and um, I'll upload the video and the audio and then Ryan will produce it, right? And then my VAs will chop it up into reels and uh, teasers and everything else. So all the content you see coming out, none of that's done by me. So I actually spend, and one of the things we realized is like, okay, one episode a week, it's going really well. We're getting some traction, but what if we did three? <laughs> what if we did three episodes a week, right? And these aren't just like 15 minute episodes. You know, I know a lot of people do a daily one and it's like five minutes. And, um, but we're, we're doing like 45 minute to hour long episodes three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And, but it only requires three of my hours because I have that team. You know what I'm saying? So if you're, if you have the funds and you want to scale quickly, you know, the first thing you do is you hire the consultant like yourself, you know what I'm saying? And then you hire the team like yourself. (laughs) So (laughs) you've got both in one package, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's kind of what I did. You know, I didn't know that like companies like yours existed, you know what I mean? And, um, so I just put together my own SOPs and systems and stuff like that. And I have an amazing VA. And in terms of like the way VAs get paid, she gets paid a lot because she's awesome. (laughs) And so, um, she, she, she pays attention to the trends of social media and everything. And so she makes content that are, is trendy, but also it's about the podcast. It's about things that I'm doing. It's not just like random social media trends. It's more about the music and the angle and the way the, the content's cut. Right. You know? Yeah. No, that, yeah. I mean, that, that's what separates a, like a, like a, you know, a solo entrepreneur, like someone who is kind of a side hustle from a mm-hmm. legitimate, like full fledged business is mm-hmm. like, what does your team look like? And the yeah. fact that you keep coming back to your team doing all mm-hmm. this work, you know, with you, I mean, that, 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 that is what separates you from the rest is having that team. A hundred percent. And, and then recognizing when you do have essential people and then taking care of them. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's huge, but I, I, I can go into a whole separate podcast about culture and building <laughs> great teams. So, Oh yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. You, 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 know, you can and have, you have an entire podcast about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that is incredible. And I mean, yeah, no, that, that's just, that's just really, really powerful. Um, how I've been able to build that team and how they've been able to mm-hmm. support you in all of this. I think that's incredible. So as we begin to wind on the podcast, I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. a final question. When yeah. you, when you first started in, in podcasting, what was your biggest fear about podcasting and did that fear end up coming true? Uh, that's a good question. Probably that people were going to think I was a fraud. Mm. That was my biggest fear. 
And no, it didn't come true. If anything, it increased my authority. It increased my expertise. And then every, every guest I have on the podcast, I get smarter. I get stronger in terms of my confidence and everything. Like it just enhances me so much and it pours into me, even though like a lot of times I'm pouring into them as a guest, you know, uh, I always learn something, you know, and that's the beautiful thing about podcasts is like you get free consulting. You know, the, the guy I just had on the podcast has been doing solar for eight years. He's doing 150 to 200 solar installs a month. I'm doing 20. How much did I learn from him by having him on the podcast? Right. And it's because you're spreading his message and, and featuring him and he's coming on your podcast, you get that consulting for free. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and that was one of the things that uh, Thomas Keenan, he's a fractional COO. Oh, you know, I've had I him on my podcast twice. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing that he always told me is like a podcast is the ability to get these experts and have them do an hour of consulting for you for free. Because what are you asking oh, yeah. them questions about? You're asking them questions about what they're really good at and understanding yeah. how that works and everything. Obviously, they're not going to give away the farm, but still, like that's the con- that's an hour long conversation of someone that probably charges, you know, $2,500 an hour, like Thomas Keenan oh, yeah. does. <laughs> for their time and you're getting it for free because you're spreading the message and the people like thomas keen as well i mean they're like you say they're not going to give away the farm but like they kind of do on the podcast because i mean the money is made when they're working like with someone individually and someone wants that long-term support because i mean how many people are going to even if you spill just every secret on you know achieving your dreams or you know whatever Mm -hmm. it might be for the person right building a business creating wealth whatever like how many listeners of the podcast are actually going to do that? Like if it was everybody, then, you know, uh, let's say, you know, we a have a utopian to your society. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Then there's a thousand <laughs> new millionaires every single day. Yeah. Like that's not like, it's not going to work. So that's why, you know, people like Thomas Keenan, mm-hmm. like, they're just giving away everything on the podcast because yeah, some people, some people will take that and run with it. Yeah. But a lot more people, will want to hire Thomas Keenan to come help them run with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm that's the that whole deal is most of the time they're, you know, everything that I give away because I, I do give a lot away, right. In my content and in my, on my podcast uh, is really 1.0 and maybe like 1.5, you know, right. there's a 2.0 that happens in creation, right? Oh yeah. Uh, there's a 2.0 that happens like as you scale in a 3.0 and a 4.0. Yeah. And that's really what they're paying you for. Exactly. And there's only so much you can give away too on a podcast because the questions are usually pretty vague. You're going to be kind of do giving that you're like your general advice, you know, that Mm -hmm. you give to like, you know, a new consulting client on like day one foundation. And then, but the other stuff is a lot more like specific. Yeah. But no, that's, yeah. I mean that, that, that fear is one of the most classic fears, right? Mm -hmm. The kind of imposter syndrome, feeling like a fraud. And then it, I've never, I've never heard that fear coming true. Well, and w- one of the, my favorite things that I was told when I first joined Apex and I had that imposter syndrome with all the, the amazing people I had around me was you got to realize it's not just about you being ahead of somebody else overall. It's about you being one step ahead of somebody in one situation, whether it be you know sales training, SOPs, uh, EOS, uh, visionary integrate, you know, all these different things that are required 
to run a successful business. If you're one step ahead of one person, they may be 20 steps ahead in another piece of their business, but you're one step ahead in that piece and you can give them that value. Yeah. And there's a million people that you're one step ahead of. And there's a million people that you're one step behind. So everybody really has something to bring to the table in every single conversation. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that is an incredible way to look at it and a great mm -hmm. way to be able to be just more inclusive with business owners because everyone has some value to share. And so I think that's incredible. And Doug, I think we could probably talk about this for hours. And I say that a lot on my podcast when I'm kind of wrapping it up, but I, I yeah. really think it's true in yeah. this case, but I want to make sure I respect your time and the time of our listeners. So uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. And if there's anyone listening who is interested in you and your work and they want mm -hmm. to learn more and, and, and check you out in further detail, where can they find you? Yeah, you can just go to my website, txbizdad.com. It's got all my social media on there. It's got my podcast on there, as well as uh, really any social media, uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok. It's all txbizdad. That's Perfect. where you can find me. Perfect. That makes it easy. Well, I encourage everyone listening to check uh, that out and learn more about you and all your work. And uh, Doug, thank you again so much, truly, for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Evan. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review, letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So, again... Thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.